One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Play button. Okay, we're now recording. Let's do oh, this. Oh, we're live. We're live. We're live. Hold on. Hello, Egg Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. And we're here with a midweek domestic podcast, MWDP, because the Premiership is back. Thank God. Now, you may have found this podcast, right? Actually, no. In, um, introduce us first, Tim, because I'm, <laughs> I, I am jumping ahead. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> right, we're at Rugby Podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are on. We are on Spotify. Phil was asked that by a friend of his a little while ago. Are you guys on Spotify? And Phil said no, because you didn't know. But we are on Spotify. It, that is wow. a fact. That is an actual fact. Yeah, we are. We're on, we're on Acast. That we, is true. We are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and everything else. So hit subscribe, because there is already in your feed a podcast about the quarterfinals of the World Cup. We'll have more coming your way very, very soon. This is, though, focused on the Premiership. And as I say, we have Phil here. Hello, Tim. And we have JB here. Go on, Hello, JB. What were you going to say? I've introduced you now. What do you want? Uh, well, this is, this is it. You you may be a casual observer uh, or a casual in, uh, in, in enthusiast of rugby union football, and you may have stumbled across this podcast because you are lusting after World Cup quarter, uh, uh, quarterfinal rugby, and that's and that's fine because that is the rugby that you lust after. But this is the Premiership. This is the rugby that you should love. So, if you are only here for the World Cup, what I'd suggest is you dig in. Listen, because by the end of it, you'll you'll be loving Premiership Rugby just as much as we do. The World Cup is a passionate, fiery holiday romance. Exactly what it is. This <laughs> is... <With> no substance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the bread and butter. This is, uh, but but it's not a it's not a marriage that's that's lost that's loveless. This no. is. This is, we're in the honeymoon period every time the Premiership comes around. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Uh, I wondered what analogy you were going yeah, to go for. I love and, it. And, yeah, and every every season is like a different woman, very much like a Boris Johnson relationship, which is why he's always <laughs> always happy because every year he's got a different one. <laughs> the Gallagher Premiership is back, and yes, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna spend too long previewing this. We just we just want to share our excitement for it. We'll have lots to talk about once the first round of games has taken place. Of course, this being a very different season with the World Cup means that the Premiership is only just starting now and will continue until July. 
<laughs> Twickenham. Oh yeah, of course. It's an extended a ni- season. <laughs> a, a, a nice July afternoon watching the Premiership final. That'll do me. That'll do me. Lovely. Um, and then two weeks after will be the top fourteen final. And then by the week th- three weeks after will be the top fourteen start starting again. again. Yeah. Now uh, <laughs> let's start with this actually because it's not too late if you're listening to this maybe on Friday morning or or, or before the, the season starts or even if you've missed the start of this season but you want to get it sorted for next week it's not too late to get involved in fantasy rugby draft and we highly recommend that you do it's uh, we, by the way we tell you when we we are getting paid to say things yes or we're not paid well, to say wait, things. hang on i'm not playing this game for free am i <laughs> <laughs> you are you are yes um we, we, we tell you when we have official sponsorship partnerships this is not this is just we want to support what is so much fun it's but good. if it does it's get big enough, we do intend to get paid for the record. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So fantasy rugby draft. It's um, <sighs> it's unlike fantasy sports where you pick a team, but everyone can have like in football, everyone can have Sergio Aguero or yeah. or Mo Salah or whatever, and that gets a little bit boring. This is a draft system like in the NFL. So Phil, JB, and myself are in a, a draft league, the LTB LTBP league, with seven other of our mates and. The WhatsApp group is fierce. Our draft was last night as we record this. So why don't you sort of take take us through, let, let's dissect each other's drafts because it's also a good way to talk about the premiership, the upcoming premiership season. Good point. So I was, I, I think, having analysed all the teams in the league, Tim, I think you drafted best. Incorrect. Um, you've picked up, well, for a start, you've picked up um, three of the boys that made me finish, uh, I think I finished second in the world in the regular season last year, in Thorley, Dan Bigger, and Alex Dombrandt, who, admittedly, last year was a lock. The lock. Was playing oop out of position. Um, I also had Nick Tompkins for quite a while. So you, you've got those boys. You've got Rory Hutchinson. Um, Smart pickup. He's a very good pick. You've got Toulouse Vianu who's a very nice pick He was looking good at the World Cup. He was looking good. He's only he's only ever a second away from long-term injury. Well, I've got that's, that's, that's the concern with my team. Oli Thorley and Toulouse Vianu. And Tom Marshall. And Tom so Marshall. all three of those are brilliant when they are fit. When yeah. they are fit. I also feel like I should apologise um, to, to any potential sponsors of my team. Yeah, I've got Paddy Jackson in my side. Deal with it. Ooh, <laughs> edgy. <laughs> but like I say, he's just backing up Dan Bigger, ultimately. Exactly, exactly. Now, I, I would say, if I was going to um, critique a weakness, I think you might regret having two midfielders. You might need more than that at a later stage. Well, 100%. Because there are, there are very few midfielders out and about. It's Hang on, one of those stop positions. talking about fancy draft and talk about the players inside fancy draft, please. Okay, okay. Because even I find fancy draft chat boring. Okay. Well... well well, let's. Let, I'll tell you what. Who I have picked that a lot of no one touched, and I got him very late on. Alex Cuthbert. I just have a feeling, fit. A lot of Exeter players tend to play well after they've bedded into the system. Yeah. Yeah. Not many players go to Exeter and turn it on from day one. Yeah. There's sort of a there's there's a system and there's a a vibe with Exeter that that dictates that quite often players. Well, Ollie Woodburn. I oh, know he actually hit the ground running, didn't he? Um, but did he, he, was like, he had a slow season, then he exploded. Then he exploded. Yeah, so it might be say, a sleeper season. Devoto as well, I'd say. Sorry, I mean, Devoto, Devoto. Yeah, Devoto's second season was far better than his first. I mean, Devoto's yeah. second season looked like yeah. a, a true international. He should be an international, actually, if if uh, things are broken differently for him. The only other one that I'm thinking of that might book that trend would be Waldrum. 
who oh, yeah. I, in my head, because he was like 32, 31, 32 when he went over there, he hit the ground running. I still can't believe what a good signing that was. Let's yeah. talk about Phil's team, because you got the number one ranked player. Number one ranked player. Tangeli Nairavoro. As, my, as the, my first pick, the second pick oh, overall. Your back three players, Nairavoro, Piatau, and Charles Piatau, and Ollie Woodburn is absolute dynamite. Yes. Feasible. If those three play. Uh, Piatau and Woodburn had a few injury problems last year, so I'm a bit nervous about the robustness of them. Uh, but you talk about youngsters maybe having breakout seasons in the Premiership. Watch out for Caden Mur- Murley at Harlequins. I wanted yeah. him as a late-round pick, and you got him. He's listed as a midfielder, but he's a winger. Yeah, and I had him in and out last season. Again, he picked up a couple of injuries last season, but when he played, he was keeping the explosive Ibatoya out of the team quite a bit last Which year. Which I expect him to do in the first game. Yeah, I, I doubt Murray it. To I start. think Ibatoya will, will be starting. <laughs> I might give you a little hint as to who JB or one of JB's picked. Um, yeah, no, oh, you, the, you went for big dunk. No, the, there's <laughs> Duncan Weir. Duncan Weir, hell, hell of a pickup. Second, second, pick. second round pickup. Uh, there was, I have to admit, a technical issue when I went for Lima Sapoanga as my second pick. Something... You're not going to regret that, mate. Something went wrong. I'd have Duncan Weir over Lima Sapoanga. Wasps are going to finish second bottom, if not bottom. No, maybe. I like like Wasps this season. Alan Solomon said Worcester are going for... Alan Solomon said, um, when I was working on the BT game a few weeks ago, I said to him, right, you've seen everyone play a bit. What's your your aim for the season? He went, he's top six. I, I, yeah. I, look, I think Solomon's done a great job with Worcester so far, and he seems to be doing it every year with, uh, you know, even more depletion of his squad. Uh, he's he's a very good coach. Uh, he has added, added a couple of guys. He added in order to replace um, Bryce Heem. He's added two guys who both got picked up: Ed Fido, um, who you saw um, playing for Samoa, but more importantly, Milani Nani from the Blues, who is a Rangy runner, a stepper, a Bryce brilliant replacement. winger. Yeah, yeah. not not quite as big and physical as Bryce. Heem, Bryce Heem plays rugby like you know, like a Mustang horse. Well, Ed Fiddle is more like Bryce Heem, but not quite as good. Yeah, M- Milani Nanai could tear it up. Well, I tell you who could who also could tear it up uh, in a kind of Josh Adams fashion is Tom Howe, who again I wanted as a late round pick in fantasy rugby draft. Watch out for him as a young winger who could have a. Big I think season. you're missing. The straw, the straw that stirs a drink for Wor- for Worcester this year. Uh, who hard? No, Ryan Mills. Who ha? Millsy. No, 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 no. All wrong. Ollie Lawrence. Correct, Tim mm. Cocker. Correct. The the guy is a well, serious talent. Let's look at JB's team because you do have Ollie Lawrence. I uh, do. Yeah, you do have. You Malachi. see, nice and balanced. I've got all the best talent from throughout all all the teams. You got Malachi Fekitoa. Um, it, it could be a nice pickup. Yeah, your yeah. Se- your centres could be really good. Uh, backed up by Rowan Kanzi Van Van Rensburg the tackle breaker (laughs) and he is one of I mean just we thought we didn't think JB could I mean JB doubles down in in Trump fashion JB is tripling down because this is the third season in a row when he has gone for sale players but this is a PB Nine out of 17. Hang on, hang on. But that's the front row. So there's three in the front row. No, nine including the front row. So if you count the front row as separate players, it's 12. Well, so the the problem here being is I wanted to handcuff fly halves early doors. So the the process of handcuffing means you get two fly halves from the same team to make sure you've always got a fly half. What's up, Phil? 
Uh, we're just getting a lot of feedback oh, through, the, through the um, headphones. Um, yeah, the process of handcuffing, so you've always got, got someone's place. So obviously I wanted to go with someone who you wouldn't pick up s- to start with, uh, which is Rob, uh, Rob the Prayer, who I think is going to be very good this year. As a backup to AJ McGinty, I was going to say just I was, yeah. As a backup, who I was going to say who starts when they've got all their both their tens available. Um, yeah, unplug those headphones. No, because if I unplug them, what will happen is um, we'll turn it down then, or put them on your head. Mm. So I'm hearing one, myself back a second yeah, later. One of those, okay, one of those works. three this things. Might work. Okay. okay, it looks like it's working so far. Okay, right. okay. Um, who starts ten for sale? I think Rob. Dupreya will start until AJ comes because back because AJ's not back I think AJ well, of course to, no. when they're both available yeah, so I think AJ will have to fight his way back into the squad from what I've seen I think Rob Dupreya is a slightly more physically talented guy but I don't think he's as good an all-round player as, as AJ. So they're going to have to make a decision what, what they want but it's going to be mighty close yeah but ordinarily JB and ordinarily you say well, if you have if you have two tens you don't have any yeah, well, they've not just got two two tens, Tim, and and that's the thing. They've, they've got, got two Ke- tens. Kieran Wilkinson, Cameron Redpath. Well, Cam Redpath, right? I suggest I would not be surprised if he starts the majority of games uh, this year at twelve, which is amazing because he hardly started any any la- uh, last year, and then he's going to be moving out sales young player of the year who will be Luke James, who's had an outstanding season. Van Van uh, Van Rensburg. Let's, let's not get too deep into sell. This is a quick podcast. Hang on, I'm not. I'm just just me fifteen fifteen more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then the, but they've also from the academy promoted uh, uh, Tom Curtis as well. So they've got all sorts of stuff going on. So they're going to be very. They hard have to spent. The, the sale have no more excuses. They will have. They've spent every penny they can. And if there are any legal loopholes, legal loopholes I said they will have exploited those as well but I think the the fact that you've got to use the word loophole implies they might be legal legal then (laughs) they'll have spent every legal Legal they'll have spent every legal penny that they are able to to assemble that squad I have no idea how much they're spending but I I bet it's not as much as as some other teams no rubbish I I couldn't say I'm telling you I'm telling you no one will have spent more most people may have spent as much no one will have spent more than sale this year well the salary cap's a, a funny beast so there are ways to spend more than what Sale have. I, I, well, I think what you're trying to say is they've spent as much as they can. Yeah. Which is not the same as saying they've spent more. No, no, no. I'm saying oh. they've spent... Which is why I said there will be people that have spent as much, i.e. as much of the cap as they can. But there's no way that they haven't spent every penny they can. So, yep. I, And I think they're going to have a great season as a result. I think it's going to take a season to bed in. Well, I don't... Th- I'm telling you... Uh, well... Uh, because because they all do. There's no excuse this year. There's well, no excuse. Well, Ben uh, Ben Dolman would say that there's three years worth of excuses now. How long has Steve Diamond been in charge? Yeah, but it's about it's about teams and, and contractual st- stability. Um, Rugby Dungeon episode sixty. You want to have a listen to that? But uh, Ben Darwin get, gets right into the weeds of contractual mm. stability. And you just can't, you know, um, I mentioned in the last podcast that I ha- I just did a rugby dungeon with John Ross. And he says exactly the same thing, which is just because you've got good players doesn't mean you're going to win. You- Most- look at look look at Leicester Tigers. That's a classic example. Right, right, okay, so on that one, most improved side this year. JB, do you think it's going to be sales? Bearing, bearing in mind they finished, in, what, seventh? Most improved, last year? I think, this year. Did they year finish w- seventh or eighth? Uh, well, no, seventh. seventh because they made European Cup. Yeah. But they only snuck in because of the well, Saracens. It matter, they made European Cup. Um, yeah. so, so, Champions so, Cup. So, Champions Cup, yeah. So you think they're going to be the most improved side? No, no, I didn't say that. Well, who do you think? <laughs> do you not think anyone besides them? Worcester? I think Worcester are going to have a really good season. Wait, do you think they'll, do you think they'll go? 
Well, by that token, you think they're going to get close to top six? I think they will get top six. I, th- I think I th- honestly do think think they could do that. I'm not sure they've added enough to their squad. Who do you, who do you think is going to improve the most? Oh no! Is it, it's, it's obvious. Leicester Tigers are. Well, if you're talking about contractual stability, Leicester Tigers have released about 20 players and brought in about 20 players. Yeah. So that's. But I mean, they. I mean, they could do worse than what they the, than what they did last season. But it would be, um, only one worse. Pretty tricky. Pretty yeah. tricky I, I watched the game they played against Exeter, albeit an Exeter B side, basically uh, at Welford Road, and it was quite it was quite reassuring to see Leicester. F- Kind of doing Leicester Leicester-y things. Did that lad Hendricks or Hendrickson play for Hendrickson play for Exeter? Yeah, yeah, he looks good. He looks good. Is he, is he still absolutely jacked. Yeah, yeah. The centre, he's a big boy. Who's been a Kiwi centre who's been around yeah, a little yeah. bit. It's a big boy. But uh, I, I think Sale are going to going to be the most improved side. No, it has to. Sure, I mean, if Sale finish, say fourth, they've gone up three places. Uh, yeah. I expect Leicester Tigers to come significantly higher up than three places up the league. Do you? I do. Do you not? So yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. I think I think they'll be in that middle four, and I could see Leicester finishing eighth or ninth. Yeah, I could also see Leicester finishing eighth or ninth, particularly because World Cup. Like, yeah, the guy that saved them from relegation last year was George Ford. And he will be available for about half the game. And they don't even have Joe Ford to back him up. <laughs> no, Joe but Ford's they do have no. They, they do have no Noel Reed. Yes. Who's not Reed? Leinster. Leinster. Uh, Any? Fly half slash centre. Yeah. He's Any good? He looks good. I think he's capped a, a so couple where, of times. Where was he in the Leinster pecking order? Because I think of Sexton, uh, I think of Byrne, I yeah, think of the other he, he was off the depth chart. Yeah. He needed. He was... Oh, well, well I mean, this is reassuring for, yeah. for, for Leicester fans. And they've got Johnny McPhillips as well. Also, uh, not not he, needed. He was Ulster for one, once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. So uh, I well, so I think Sale. I think Sale are going to be. I think they probably will get top four. They've definitely got the most improved squad. I don't know if that means they're going to have the most improved finish. So the two that I would expect to improve, and I expect them to be more. Trying to think of the best way to say this. So it's two teams that actually finished top four last year in Gloucester and Northampton. Mm. Now I think they're going to continue their improvement that they've seen in the last couple of seasons. And actually, maybe the be- the most improved team will be Northampton because they they snuck in because of Harlequin's failings into the top four. They played a wonderful, exciting brand of rugby under Chris Chris Boyd, and but Chris Boyd only joined last summer after um, the hurricane season finished. So he's had a full preseason. He's got all of the boys playing, or he will be able to get all of the boys playing the way he wants them to play. So I think. Watch out for Northampton. Not made many signings. No, no. But you don't need to do because mm. if you think about the young lads that they bought through, they're like new signings in their own right. Oh, I, I, I hundred percent get it. They're like I, ha- I do. Harry Mallon in the back. I mean, that, that's. I, w- I worry about one. their back row. Yeah, I, I would the, like to see a. a I tell the, you, the, the guy, one they need number eight is yeah. an, a big ball carry. Number I tell eight. you, the guy who they're getting back fit, who we've not seen in the Premiership since his Bristol days. Um, Genie. Yeah, Mitch uh, I only I only think he's a backup to Tamar Harrison. Yeah, he's I don't know. He's he's a good player. Let's but find he, out. He's not he's not a pickamores, for example. No, he is more like a Zach Mercer. He's something like he's somewhere between Harrison and Zach Mercer. What whatever whatever yeah. that looks like. But that in my mind they need a big abrasive ball carrier. Bigger than Harrison. And that 
Somewhere between Harrison and Zach Mercer is not a big abrasive ball <laughs> coach. It's not on yeah, the pickamalls. They need, they need a forward Nairavoro. Yeah, it's if they well, could Nairavoro and the forwards like Bastrill. Yeah, Bastrill. <laughs> Bastrill. That's who they should sign. If they could pick up someone like Pickamalls or Dwayne Vermarlin, I think you're barking up the wrong tree. That's here. who they want. Because or someone like uh, Carl Ferns. Ooh, heat coffins would fit in so nicely at Northampton. So I'm going to disagree with you wholeheartedly here, and the reason is that yes, you would be right if Malander was still in charge, but this isn't a Malander-style team. I mean, who is no, the true. big ball carrier for for the Hurricanes? Audi Surveyor? Well, no, he, he normally played sevens. You, you've got someone like Gareth I, Evans and or actually even made... Blade Thompson when he was there. Mm. I mean, more, they don't more... fill me with you know, no, you're, with you're right. style confidence. You're right. Maybe Ludlow will play eight a little bit more. Yeah. Cracking ball carrier. Yeah. So, yeah, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I, sus- yeah, I true. suspect Northampton will go down that route. Go down that road. Interesting. Uh, so, if pick pick your top four. Is anyone not seeing Saracens in Exeter? So, do you think that what impact will the World Cup have on Saracens? I th- pretty, pretty massive. I think it's massive. So the and impact Saracens coupled the, up with Six Nations as well is big. So yeah. the impact the World Cup will have on Saracens is it will make their academy amazing, <laughs> and then they'll have a real big problem as how do they distribute their salary cap between their old amazing players and their new amazing players, and that's the only problem that they're going to have. <laughs> I think they're going to lose some games. Yeah, maybe they, they will. They will definitely they'll, they'll lose definitely some games. They'll learn more than normal. They'll lose more than normal. And then when they lose, yeah, I'd agree with that. They well. are going to use all of that data and all those mistakes and all those young players which are putting in the likes of Ben um, uh, Ben Earl or who or um, Max Mallins or Matt Gallagher or the, the um, massive second row that they've got Ratimi Segun or Joel Joel Kapoku. That's the one I was trying to think yeah. of. I mean, they're all going to get better and better and better and better. They've also got a lad there. Oh, what on earth is his name? Oh, it's escaped me now. Fullback slash uh, fly half, which some of the England coaches. Malins. No. Um, some of the, he's played, I think he's on like sort of academy contract, but some of the England coaches, the under 18s coaches or, or whatever. The Manu Vanapola? No. Yeah, because he played in the under 20s this year, didn't he? They, Manu Vanapola. They, uh, they, they describe him as one of the best players that they've seen. I can't remember his damn name for the life of me, but it'll, it'll come back to me. So they've got loads and loads of talent there, and that's what that will do. It will just galvanise them into a stronger, better squad, and by the end of the season, they'll be spanking people. I, I I definitely think they'll make top four. I think yes. they, they will. Agreed. It might be like I think they might 20, get fourth in twenty fifteen World Cup year. Yeah. Um. Albeit before the World Cup, when I'm sure it was twenty fifteen, when they met Bath in the final, mm. because Bath finished first and they finished fourth. Yes, that's right. And they went on to win the whole yes. thing. So that would not surprise me. No, that wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if Gloucester got a first in the league. Yeah, well, Gloucester are missing, well, missing Mostert. Uh, Hines. Hines, yeah. Is Pledre on Cal- enforced rest? Uh, yeah, but he didn't, he, didn't play, he didn't start that many games for them. And he still set the record for defenders beating for a forward, <laughs> yeah. despite playing about two games. I tell you what, I like, um, I, I, I love Gloucester's, back row options so I mean even lads that don't play that often like Freddie Clark I think is an absolute beast yeah um, when he gets game time yeah I mean he's a, he's a legitimately massive man he's way down the depth chart yeah, yeah. but uh, you know they've got you know, they'll be fine I guess with Gloucester it's more of a case of 
how much of their, you know, how good are their top top players? You know, when they put out their first fifteen, their best fifteen. I don't mean the, you know, the general grind grind of the Premiership. I think they're fine for squad depth. But is their best fifteen good enough to match up with the other best fifteens in in, in the Premiership? And I still think there might be, I don't know, a, a couple of places. Off I like that. Atkinson and Twelve Trees, but I think centre is one area I would want them to improve. Yeah. Well, so they brought in Chris Harris. Yeah. Who's not a bad signing and. It depends how much you can get out of Trinder. So if Tr- if Trinder gives you eighteen games and gets a real run of what form, was the last season that Trinder gave you eighteen yeah. games? It's it's a massive if if we're talking robustness on the previous podcast. But if you can get that, he's a hell of a player, and you've never you've never quite seen the best of him. Yeah. So top four, we all think Saracens will sneak in there. I yeah. th- I think it'll be closer than I, I think they might end up being fourth again. Yeah. I could go with that. Uh, Exeter. So Exeter lose a few players, but not a huge number. Noel Slade. Uh, Cameron Dickey. White. Well, White's not there anymore. Uh, is he oh, not no, there? No. He's there for He's another there for season. This season. Yeah, so yeah. White as well. Cameron Dickey. I mean, I just have Hog. Been... Hog, yes. Yeah, been, good point. I, I think that they'll just crack, that they'll just crack on. That they'll they'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. I mean, they don't. Uh, the biggest thing for them is England. England didn't take their props, and I feel that Leicester, Exeter, get an awful lot of power and go forward from the front row and the options that they have have from their front row. So yeah, Cowan Dickey's gone, but they've got Yendall. They've got all four. No, they haven't because Thomas Francis. Yeah, no, no Thomas Francis. Gone. But they've still got Hepburn and Moon, uh, Greg Holmes and Harry Williams. So you've still got two prop. You've got a. Uh, First choice and reserve, loose head and tight head, who yeah. are internationally experienced. Oh, Christ, yeah. <clears throat> I kind of think similar to Saracens. I think it's going to be, I think they're going to get pulled into some dogfights, particularly away from home, much more so than last year. I, I think they're, because they only lose a handful of players, I think they'll, they won't be anywhere near I as effective as Saracens. I think they will be fine. In fact, this might be the season that Exeter finish first in the league. And then go on to get beat by Saracens in the Again. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Yeah, so Exeter, Saracens in the top four. Who make the other two spots then? And the cont- the contenders are the two that got there before, Gloucester and Northampton. Yeah. Quinns. Quinns and Sale. Quinns are damn Chucking good. that mix. Quinns have, have added some some interesting players to mm. their mix. I like the look of that. Do their you know squad. who I yeah. really think? Bald- Baldwin's great. I, Baldwin's not- a good, good signing. As a front row, Campanaro is a nice utility back. Uh, yeah. Landajo, Landajo, backup K to backup care. I don't think he's a backup. I do not think he's a backup one bit. I think Danny Care should be very, very afraid because he is a cracking player. Goniver, uh, Goniver has Love still that. got Goniver's still class at Abs- forty six. Absolute class. Yeah, so that's not what his passport says, Jeff. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, do you know the team which I really think are going to push hard? Bristol. Bristol to me look like a top four team. They they play Bristol very, might yeah. Very nice rugby. They've got options across the park. Dave Atwood is a massive signing. I mean a huge signing. Bigger than Nathan Hughes. Oh sorry. No, I'm Nathan, not having that. Nathan Hughes. Uh, well, well, I think. Again, as much going back with Trinder, what was the last time Atwood put three months in, he, in a row together? Uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, that, I mean that is fair. But he is good to go, and he is a monster of a player. Once he gets going, yeah, he's he's probably he's up there with the best second rows in 
in, in England if you, if so you I, had a full season. I, I agree with that. Um, I do think Nathan Hughes will be more important to Bristol oh, this year. Absolutely. It, it, that's the kind of player that... Nathan he's the sort of missing piece of any, yeah. of any team. And and it, go, going back to Northampton, you chuck Nathan Hughes at Northampton, albeit, as you say, they play a very different type of rugby. But like, well, no, then again, no, Bristol do. Bristol, Bristol, they both play that attacking, but yeah. I think Pat Lamb will get the absolute best out of Nathan Hughes. I really yeah, do. Yeah, there is a reason they've brought Nathan Hughes in. But the thing, thing about a player like Nathan Hughes is you need to secure the basics before you can utilise Nathan Hughes. Nathan Hughes would be next to useless if you won no ball and you asked him to go and, you know, sniff around rucks. Atwood will work hard. He'll do that. He um, he uh, he will carry. As long as they've got enough work rate in, in that pack to win ball, Nathan Hughes is, is going to be great. I just say that Atwood is going to be one of those key foot soldiers that make sure that you can utilise Well, Nathan Hughes Nathan has Hughes. looked really good in a wasp pack that has creaked. So I, th- I'm got, I'm got a concern about Hughes. I think he's going to be really, really. Yeah, good. yeah, he is. I mean, we're splitting hairs here. They Hughes. are both going to be bloody good. Yes, uh, Bristol might. You might have convinced me that Bristol could be the most improved team this year. Anyone notice that Madigan is not in the starting? Yeah, they've got that team. kid, kid on the bench. Yeah, who's apparently played for Wales. He's Filson College ladder. And Callum Sheedy is going to have a big season. Yeah, he played really well last season. Yeah, to I, the I, point where wasn't he called up to the England training camp at one point? That rings a bell. Yeah. I seem to think the, the, he was the wider the, the sixty yeah. names or whatever. It was. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, I, I don't think another team has got three, three nines which are as um, interchangeable. Uh, well, maybe maybe Exeter have got three very very good nines. Yeah, they've got about five actually. Yeah, they've got m- yeah. M- maybe eight with the Maunder um, boys and Townsend and Nick White. Yeah, but I mean Sturzaka, uh, Uren, Randall. I like them all. I I really like ev- every one of them. So uh, they are looking. They to me look like a top four team. Again, it's centre. Oh, it's, it's top four is a, it's a uh, big that's, that's a big ask, uh, and I think it is a big jump. I think they're again. I kind of go the. I mean, Sheedy, I think could be really good if he has a standout season. That's going to make a big by difference. By the way, but ten, twelve, thirteen, I think, but aren't elite level. But what yeah. if they do click? What if? Yeah, yeah. What if they start winning and they get a couple of wins under their belt, and then all of a sudden teams have got to go to Ashton Gate, which is probably the best crowd in the league. Right now, that's a hell of an advantage. Well, I think there might be it might be some people at, uh, at Gloucester in the shed and yeah. at Welford Road. Yeah, but like, what is the shed? It's like fifteen Franklin's Gardens. I mean, Ash- um, Ashton Gate is sold out for the bath game, which is tw- mega twenty five thousand. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good, right? There, there are, yeah, admittedly, and I'm not knocking it, it's brilliant. But there are other games where there's a whole side of the ground with no one in it, or not a lot of people in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, fine. But yeah, fair. Well, but I mean, that's when they were supporting a team which were trying to stay up. Yeah. Now they're supporting a. And how many what? Bath fans uh, is in the twenty-five thousand? I'm not knocking it. It's brilliant. Yeah. And the atmosphere is going to be you're electric. Being realistic, Tim. You, yeah, yeah. You're you're keeping us grounded. No, it's, it, yeah, I, I I don't see well. I see Bristol challenging top six, not not challenging top four. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. I, I am with that, which which is a significant improvement for la- from last year. Which means there's going to be some big teams. On the on the outside looking in, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be because so far because the other the other team we haven't mentioned top four. Um, no, so so who do you think? So X to Saracens and which two do you think? I have no idea. Look, Glo- this is Gloucester Northampton for me with, with gonna, Quinns missing out again. I'm going to go Gloucester Sale. Here's how you should look at it, right? You got the top two, and you got and the Irish getting relegated, probably. The rest of them, you just give them knives and throw them into a phone box because that's that's how predictable <laughs> it it. It's going to be. 
Yeah, but it's... I want you to pin your colours to the mast just just to say it because because you you always end up saying you're right anyway. So just pick four <laughs> names. Well, hang on. How can I be wrong if I say? Yeah, exactly. Everyone. Everyone's Everyone. going to be top four. Well, that's what you normally Everyone do. Everyone is going to pick... be top four or not top four. And I, <laughs> I am. I'm happy to put that on the whiteboard you, you, right now. If you'll you're definitely be right, and you'll definitely be wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, Bristol and Sale. Bristol Sale, Exeter Saracens. All right, cool. In- can, can we quickly just mention uh, the new boys, the returning boys, Yes, London Irish, because their list of signings is possibly the most impressive in the league. I think it's the most stupid which, in, which in, is, in the league. Yeah, which is, there's... So, if you just look at the names, so... Alan Dell, Scotland international. Nick Phipps, uh, Australian international. Curtis Rona, Australian international. Sean O'Brien, Irish international. Uh, international. Sokopi Kepu, Australian international. Paddy Jackson, Irish international. Waisaki Naholo, New Zealand international. Adam Coleman, Australian international. Steve Maffey, Tongan international. And a few other boys thrown in there. I mean, that is mega money, mega talent. Can they possibly, given that there's a few at the World Cup, can they possibly bring those boys, get them fitting into no. the systems? Get them caring enough. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Like The number yeah. one conversation in the London Irish dressing room is how much is your pension growing by? It's not going to be like how much do you care about London Irish. It's it's not going to be you know about the systems and the processes. They're going to come and they already know know everything. But the things they know are all going to be different to what everyone else knows. It sounds like the most ridiculous way to recruit that you could possibly go over. And also, it's called London Irish. At least go out and find some guys with Irish heritage. We've got Sean O'Brien and Paddy Jackson. Paddy Jackson. Two yeah. of them. Two out of how many? Uh, there's at least 10 that yeah. I just listed there. I mean, you know, the, you've got such a rich history there. Uh, you've got such a good recruiting ground. You've had so much success in the past with, with, with your academy. And I get the argument that well, you need to stay up. But if you stay up, or no, sorry, if you go down having spent all this money, it's nothing, it's an absolute unmitigated well, disaster. Yes, but in, in, in their defence, what they have said, and, and they've said a couple of years ago, is we cannot, like, you know, the, the, we used to joke, or I used to joke that, Bath were London Irish West because mm. they just pilfered half of their team. They've basically said we cannot do that again, and they have retained a lot of very promising young players. But the problem is they've they've got these young unproven players that could be really good, and these superstar journeymen making a big I mean, making a big payday before they hang up their boots. I, I don't. I I just if you if someone if anyone can show me an example of where that worked. Yep, but I can't think of one. I'd yeah. be struggling. Yeah. Uh, just and what what would Ben Darwin say? Uh, he would say not enough contractual stability. Yeah. I mean maybe they'll be they'll be good good in three years. Uh, they nope. should have they should have got more guys in last year, I think. But then it causes a gamble because what if you don't go up? And I think they need more guys with And more... also you that means you've got to get you've got to pay big money for people to go and play in the championship. Yeah. Who's gonna yeah. do that when there's a World Cup potentially? Yeah, I mean that's a yeah, very that's good a point. bloody good point actually, Tim. That's a really good point. Um, they need guys of, I'd say, lesser stature, maybe more of them, and guys with ties to the club, and maybe guys with with Irish heritage. That's what I would say. That's the that's how you go about building a team. Well, I can't see these guys being a great team. And in terms of making ag- aggressive, in the sense of the amount of foreign recruitment, look at how that's been done well under the radar. 
under the radar South Africans is basically yes. what's happened. That's what Saracens did to Correct. kickstart their success. Gloucester. It's what Gloucester did to kickstart their success. It's what Steve Diamond is doing at Sale. So hopefully kickstart his I mean, success. I mean, you want basically lads who are not the first tier internationals at 30 year old, but maybe the second tier who are on the edge of the squad, but you know, think, well, I'm not I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be considered let's go make my money now. You know, the twenty two, twenty three, twenty four year olds that's the sort of player that you want. Piatau, Fekitoa, Sopoanga. Yeah. Uh, just they are three who did that at that age. Yeah, that's that's who you want. I, I think they've recruited horribly, and I think they're gonna pay, they will pay the price for it. I I think I agree. Mm. I don't feel good about it. But it's not my money. If, so. I, 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 I really can, hope they can because if they can. Their Brentford Stadium coming next. They get them, yeah. taking them back into the heartland of where London Irish fans are, and they've got a big, big group of people. If they can connect with the Irish community in London, if they can reconnect with that heartland around Sunbury and and West London and Twickenham, they've got there's good times ahead for them. But can they be in that league next year? It's yeah. a massive if for me. I, mean, I, you know, I think that's probably. The logic behind the signings, isn't it? Just please get us to that stadium, and then Anything, we'll sort the rest yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And then you can all go. You can I all mean, go. Les Kiss and Declan Kidney, good coaching team. Yeah, I mean Kidney's got a. He- and that's a- another in terms of the Irish action. That's another yeah. thing. And they've got you know a hell of a CV. Um, Les Kiss not so much as a club coach, as a defensive coach. Yeah, I mean I'm not convinced he was that great at Ulster. Phil, there were some very good things to be honest at, at the end. Things just. Mm. It was the right time for him to go. Mm. Uh, which leads the only people we haven't touched on is well, wasps. Where do you think they're going to end up? Second bottom. <sighs> Allegedly, I'm I'm a wasps hater. I'm not. You you definitely are a wasps. I'm hater. definitely not. Um, is it just because they at that time they stole a load of sale players? <laughs> <laughs> is that why? Yeah, bring us back Cruz, Gaskell, uh, well, Taylor. Tommy Taylor. Yeah, oh, no. Cru- Cruz Rob wasn't Miller. anyone. No, Cruz wasn't anyone that. No, no that's they rubbish. No, they Cru- from... Cruz wasn't anyone that Sale wanted. Well, I mean, he, they got him from Rotherham, didn't they? Well, when I say return him, they'd be returning him to Stockport. So yeah, yeah exactly. It, yeah, was it Macclesfield? I don't know. Um, the reason being not because they're not very good, although sometimes they're not very very good. Just everyone, so, everyone else is so bloody good. I mean, you really have to stand out. That's why, I, you know, when I started talking about the top four, I honestly think everyone from third down to second to bottom, or 11th, they're nearly the same. I mean, you could make a good argument for anyone to be coming third and anyone to be coming bottom. I just think the Wasps are probably one of the weaker teams there. Uh, well, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's going to be a tough year for Die Young as well, which I, it's, it's such a shame. They've, I mean, there, there's been some instability off the field. Well, you know, live which, fast. Yeah, <laughs> been instability off the field, and I think Dai Young's actually done a really good job at keeping things together on the yes, field. Because because a lot of I think a lot, if you replay this with you know different people at the helm, I think Wasps could have been that side that fell out of the league. And do you know what? That's a a great point about Dai Young because don't get me wrong, I'm not a huge fan of his coaching or how he sets up sets up his team. But he has managed to deflect all the attention away from whatever's going on behind the scenes. Because depending on who you believe, Wasps are a couple of days from going bankrupt, or they're absolutely fine. I don't know which which one it is. But as a coach, that's the last thing you need hanging over your team when you're trying to get them to play good rugby. You don't want the players thinking, oh, um, you know, is this going to be our last week 
um, in existence, or will we have a new training ground? And that's why people like you know Elliot Daly, who they would have loved to have kept, had to go elsewhere. Mm. It's going to be a tough season for them. Yeah. Um, the other team that we've not spoke about would be Bath. Yes, I worry about Bath. I worry about. Let's Bath. look at their team for against Bristol. Yeah, that, you're not that team I mean, that they put out. They are missing Bristol. Anthony Watson, Jonathan Joseph, McConaughey, McConaughey, Talupe Falatau's not fit yet. Francois Lowe not available, uh, and there's more as well. Um, but Underhill, Underhill. Weirdly, but. they're just a really good version of London Irish, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> London Irish West. Yeah, London Irish West. They're, they're built roughly the same. Um, <laughs> Uh, they will be okay, I think, um, particularly because they've got so many stars to come back. They're, they're not completely, um, they're not complete Fuckner strangers Singer, to each other. We didn't Fuckner mention Fuckner well. Singer. Yeah, they've got options. Yeah, I mean, they've got, mm. I kind of feel like they've got options in glamour positions. Yeah, well, so actually, got, and just say, just say straight away, you go Joseph, Fuckner Singer, McConaughey, and Watson all. Come back in. I mean, it's not as bad as you quite made it out. I mean, but, they look all right. But and and Jamie Roberts, you could you could say you, you could argue is a declining force, but still a very good force. But well, yeah, but, yeah. But then he had a good season last he year. He had a good yeah. season, but nine, ten, twelve. Yeah, nine, ten, twelve. Chudley's Chudley's yes, a good player. Chudley, uh, sorry, fancy rugby draft. Chudley's a good player. Um, ten, twelve. Then they've got two tens, which in JB's world. Unless your sale means you've got no tens. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in sales case, okay, so I've got five tens. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got, they've got from 13, oh well, 11, 13, 14, 15, they could put out the best team in the league and they could put out the best back row in the league. Mm. Faletau, Low, Mercer, Underhill. Underhill those f- pick any th- Fal- three yeah. starters and one of those mm. that is the that, that is the best could be the best back three and or thirteen outwards and the best back row in the in the league. Besides that, it's not quite as glamorous. But, but the big difference I think is irrelevant of personnel this year, and I think that for Bath, it's kind of hitting reset, refresh. I think the the um. The vibe in the squad is going to be much, much better. Interestingly, and I only know this from having gone to Farley House and done some little interviewing bits. Mm, nice place to go. Lovely place to Not go. Bad. But, and I was trying to get my head into what must it be like being a professional rugby player. Um, and I can imagine, actually, if you were at Leicester or Northampton or, um, or Gloucester, you could train. I oh, know, actually, no, Gloucester's different because you've got Hartbury, but... You train in Hartbury. But anyway, so say Northampton, for example, you train and then you can actually just go, should we nip down the Wellingborough Road for a coffee? Bath, if you've got two hours in between training, there's nowhere you can go. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but it's one hell of a middle of no, nowhere. Though, no, 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 I, I get it. But I actually just was kind of going, yeah, it looks incredible, but Mind you, it's where weird. Like uh, the, the lifestyle of a rugby player is you, work, you train, coffee with the boys. a few hours off, train again. And I just, I, I just wonder. What do they do in the afternoon? I wonder if actually they'd have been better still being at Lambridge in the middle of Bath, where they could just hey, stroll, uh, stroll down Pulteney Street and uh, have a coffee. I mean, if you want to know about a place where you can't go for a coffee in the afternoon, um, Sale Shogs would, would be the place. I mean, where do you go in Carrington? Yeah, there's a um, Greasy Spoon Cafe in a trailer. Yeah, yeah. On the uh, <laughs> on the main road. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, <laughs> no, you're not, you're not. Um, I, I see what you're saying. 
I mean, coffee with the boys is vital. I think it's really important. Mm. But Farley House, I mean, if I was turning up to work in, every day in Farley House, it's pretty well equipped. It's p- pretty special. Yeah, place. but we, people people say that, and then Toulon won three. Do they have European to... cups when they had terrapins, like 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 they had shipping containers to get changed in? Yeah. Did have you been to the bit where they've got to walk through the walled gardens to get to their three G? <laughs> I love. I love. It's that. an amazing place. It is. It is. I, I'm. I'd be very happy to work in Farley House full and time. I, and hey, if you're say, listening and you want to give me a job in Farley House full time, I have to say, I, I, the coffee at Farley House was very good as well. I, I, I can only imagine yeah. the quality of the coffee. Premium biscuits as well. Yes. It, remind me one thing. So Blackadder has gone, right? Yeah. So Hooper. Hooper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell Hooper, me about one. Hooper, Charteris, and. Oh, who's the other chap? Um, completely brain farted yeah the England coach yeah yeah who's uh, not there yet Hatley's gone back Hatley's Neil gone back Hatley. there must be someone else right they must have a backs coach what about Charteris uh, and well Hooper Charteris and Hatley are not coaching the backs did they have Gervin Dempsey yes that's it, it. and is he ah. still there he's there okay is, it, is, is he still there I, I assume he's no still idea. there yes. I mean, it's a mystery to me I mean I, I'm not going to lie I don't think Charteris and Hooper would be my choice of coaches for any team well, is Hooper going to be coaching, or is he going straight no, up he's, to he's, the DOR yeah. role? But yeah. like, what? I know they've put a lot of money into him, and I know that if I sp- okay, I'll, t- I'll I'll give you a direct quote from David Flatman, okay, who said he is he is an. Individual. Before you do it, just just was this on the record or off the record? Doesn't matter. Uh, this, okay, uh, okay, you've got his approval. Yeah, okay, mate. Well, <laughs> he 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 described him okay as a man of. Outstanding integrity. All oh, right, oh, that's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You can say that. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone will mind that quote being yeah. attributed to them. Uh, yeah. So um, he's obviously very, very well thought. Unless of. it was David Flatman said of Boris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> David Flatman said of Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, for the record. He did not. Um, so he's obviously very well thought of, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a really good coach. In fact, you know, there's you know, there'd be no correlation there. And also the role of a- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Director of rugby is it's quite specialist. I mean, I'd suggest that you'd need quite a lot of experience elsewhere before you move into that role in fact if you're not going to be from a, an extremely good coaching background you better be from a you know either a agency background or a contract background or an accountant or something so i understand they've sent him on some course for leadership is that right no i i i think actually he was when he gave up playing he wrote a leadership course yeah and and which he was going to do with a business, you know, elite business levels, and he was so impressive. The bass said, "You know, you can't go. We need to. We need to make. We need to take these skills and this philosophy and this leadership that you've got, and we need to use it." 
Yeah. So I think they've been as as we've talked about before. They've been grooming. They've yeah. been grooming uh, this moment for years. Don't get me wrong. There is one hundred percent a good place for him in Bath and a pivotal place. But is that as a head man? And I don't know if that is the case just yet. But I could be wrong. I don't. I don't know enough about him. Bath I, make me nervous. They make me nervous. May more so because it's a World Cup year. Yeah, we might be much more confident if we were looking at this team against Bristol and it included all of the names we mentioned that aren't there. Very much so. It's a, it's a yeah. different team. But how many times are they going to put out all of those players? Which again makes me... I don't like... That's the one thing I wish they could solve. It it, it de-incentivises having and keeping real top-class players. So what is the, the World Cup? Well, no, just the... The league, it's almost better. The, the best style of recruitment, as we said earlier, get a load of South Africans, they'll play every game. I think the best style of, of recruitment, personally, is getting players that care about the club so or, or buy into the club. So, you know, you can't necessarily care about the club if you're you know, a South African who grew up, a South African grew up in Bloemfontein who then plays for Harlequins, right? Who's but, adding to your pension pot. Yeah, exactly. Or a 31-year-old ex-international. But if you do get a lad... Who just buys in, buys into the culture and the fans like and can can, can contribute, then then that matters because it's not about having the superstars; it's about having the players that can connect to fans and the culture and you know play hard, play hard, hard, hard for that team. So drive drive the standards every day. Yeah. So if you have a international who disappears, obviously it's not good for the you know for the team over those periods, but it's great for the club in general because it raises their profile. It drives. It drives viewership, it, it drives uh, season ticket sales, it, it does all that. I think it's a mixture. Yeah, I get it. And I think, uh, when I look, sorry, I know you were just about oh. to jump in there, Phil, but when I look at Exeter, who obviously have been about as good as you can be recruitment-wise, mm-hmm. they haven't done much of it, but they do it very well. They brought in Hogg, one superstar. I'm sure they did their due diligence on him, him as a guy. He seems like a stand-up guy. And um, and they've got like guys, like ones to watch out for is Vermeulen, back rower, Who's just unknown, not not highly rated. No one would have heard of him. Other clubs probably weren't interested in him. You don't mean Dwayne, do you? No. no okay. It's Jacques. Jacques yeah. Vermeulen. Vermeulen. Watch out for him because he's very much in a Don Armand kind of mold. Could go from nothing to being a really, really There's important a guy player called for them. Vermeulen, who plays back row, and he's in a Don Armand type type mold, but he's not Dwayne. Correct. So all I'm saying is, I've seen a bit of him in the preseason, and I'm, I, I'm, I don't expect him to be starting loads of games initially. But what I'm saying is, you could find a guy that's come out of effectively nowhere, and he could end up being well, we expect- a real key player, key player for Exeter, like Don Armand did, like we, Dave Viewers did. We expect we expected that guy, didn't we, last year with the Van Waltz or whatever his name was? There's a, a South African guy who came from Worcester to Exeter. Oh, no, is you're it Van der Velt? Uh, Van Velt is, Van Velt. is, is the captain of Worcester. No, not him. There, there's a South African lock that, that, that went that went over to Exeter, and I was fully expecting him to be unknown and then become the best lock, best lock in the country, just based on the fact that Exeter signed him. But he stayed unknown. He stayed unknown, yeah, so it does happen. Um, I, the one point I was going to make was, if you're going to um, pick a strategy for recruitment, you might as well copy the Saracen strategy, which is a combination of um, developing internal ta- talent and adding to it with um, big key signings and if they have some entrepreneurial flair and are willing to open a Vunprop limited business yeah. or a Wiggy 9 business then all, 
All the better. Do you think as soon as the World Cup's finished, we're going to hear about that? As soon as England go out, we're going to hear yes. worried, the salary you know, cap findings. Is... Yes. Yeah, I, I'm worried. I, I, I actually hope so for the integrity yeah. of the league. Because I... there's part of me that hoped it would have been done before the season started. But I understand why, with England still in a World Cup, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. yeah. So the last thing, if if it's Wales, you can release the bad news. Yep. If fact, it's England, do it's not. Yeah, do not release the bad news. It wouldn't surprise me if they closed on a region between now and Sunday, <laughs> just to really motivate the lads. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just worried that this investigation is picking up steam in the wrong way. I.e., there are people out there in other clubs who want Saracens to be punished, come what may, because although what they've done, in my mind, from what I can see, looks completely legal, they see it as you know. Being un be, being unfair. Well, no, I don't think anyone would want anyone punished. Come what may, but people. No, would, I think they would. If well, not come what may, because the the, the, no, impo- in the mind, important thing guilty. is the important thing is that someone establishes what was legal or outside of the strictly legal rules. That that's what needs to be established. And if they are, if if anything untoward has happened, then it needs to justice needs to be seen to be done because there are a lot of clubs that will still be smarting from the fact that this has happened before with clubs and mm. it was said right okay that's it now so i'm not saying whether or not any any wrongdoing has happened but i understand why people would want sense that there's been a thorough process yeah. and a and a actions happened based on what, well, the, what we'll, the outcome yeah. of that is. I mean, we'll have yeah. to wait to see what, what the report says before speculating on it. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, I'm looking forward to getting really into the weeds on, on, on that one when we do have it. Or we'll have a pod special if and when that comes out. Yes. Unless it's just nothing. <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> nothing to see here. But... What? Are you sure? Believe, <laughs> believe you me, if, nothing, if there was nothing to see here, right? Uh, by the way, I believe there is nothing to see here. But take it from me, if it came out as nothing to see here, there'd be some very, very unhappy club owners. Yes. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, games, quickly. Let's Prediction. Games. This, this was supposed to be a 15-minute yeah, yeah, pod. Was, what what are we running at at the moment? Two hours and ten. <laughs> what, in, for both of no, them? No, no, uh, uh, f- 51 minutes. Fif- right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 15, we can't help fif- ourselves, can fif- we? You're dyslexic, aren't you, Jay? Yes. 15, 51. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Um, I, I, right. I, I, told, and I told the missus I was going to get some stuff from... Uh, for the kids' pat lunch on the Which on the way back and co- shuts in one co- minute. Shuts in two minutes. So I'll miss that. So I'll get up early and do it. That's fine. Okay. So we'll keep this fairly brief. First game Friday night. I can't wait for. Oh, this. so exciting tonight. Well, effectively when you listen. Yes, to this. yes it is. Yeah, almost if we, is. If we talk for another hour, it will be tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Bristol at home to Bath. Yes, the game last year, Bath absolutely dropped a bollock. Yeah, drop, drop the, the ball, the ball, over, drop the ball the over the line. It was an amazing night. What a way to start a season, as it was last yeah, year. The Premiership have got a really good habit, haven't they, of opening up with crackers. So a couple of years ago, it was Leicester-Gloucester. What was it last year? Was it Gloucester-Exeter? No, it was Br- Bristol-Bath. What Was it last year? Was it? That was, that was yes, first, it was, wasn't it? Game, first game. Of course, yeah. yeah you, you were just saying. Um, so what was the one before that? <sighs> Oh, they had the Twickenham doubleheaders before that, didn't no, they? No, no, they had they had Gloucester, they had Gloucester Leicester at the shed, and I'm sure they had another Gloucester based one. Or oh, maybe on a Friday night they had a different one, but on yeah, certainly they had the Twickenham doubleheader on the Saturday. That was because yeah, because yeah. we can get on to Northampton Saracens, but Northampton that was the year they got hammered by Saracens by fifty points every yeah, time they played again. and again and <laughs> yeah. again. Because Saracens always and got, still again Saracens always lost the previous week, so. Yeah. 
They had to reset the wrongs. Um, so Bristol Bath. I am, Bristol. I am I think thinking. Totally Bristol. Give me, looking at the teams, give me Bristol by twenty points. Wow. Honest, honestly. Well, I wonder what odds you'd get on that. That's, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I'm with Phil. It's going to be a big Bristol win. Um, it's going to be. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. It's going to be a big Bristol win. And in case you're not sure what we think, it's going to be a big Bristol win. Yes. I think Bristol will win, but because it's a West Country derby, I think it'll be by six. Saturday. Saturday. So all three o'clock kickoffs. Uh, we've got Exeter Chiefs hosting Harlequins. That's the live game, I think, on BT Sport. Good game, that. Um, Exeter. Exeter at home. Where is it? I can't remember now. Um, Exeter. I, th- I think this is... I think I think Quinns have got a chance here, but I think Exeter at home will win. Quinns have got a chance, and Quinns lose relatively few players to the World Cup, mm. um, especially given Rob Shaw, Mike Brown, and Danny Kerr did not make the squads. Um, so, but yeah, Exeter, give me well, Exeter, Exeter at home. Uh, I'm with you, Exeter at home. Exeter, uh, Exeter is not, and the, also it's not the live game on BT, by the way. Sorry. Sandy Park will be bouncing. Uh, who is the live I game? Saracens. Saracens, Northampton. Yeah. So, is the next game? Saracens versus Northampton. Mm. This mm. is a great time for Sar- for Northampton to but play Saracens. Absolutely. But why? I mean, they're missing Dan Bigger. And they're missing and they're missing Reinach. Well, Northampton went in with a largely first-choice team and got beaten at home by Saracens in the Premiership Cup. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I they mean, had a lot of players not... And in, there's no laws. No Reinach. Yeah, so you know it's not straightforward for them by. So they're missing you know, by, any, by any stretches. So Northampton missing four. They're missing four their players. nine and ten. Yeah, one of but their Mitchell and Grayson, Court Laws oh. and Ludlow. Yeah, yeah. Now they've and, got and, the, yeah. Okay, so, so you've got Spencer, Lazowski. Um, you're gonna have Barrett. I mean, Barrett. Yeah. You've got Good. Good will be ten. Not Lazowski, will he be No, Good will be 10. Yeah, last season it was always Good went to 10. Well, there we go. I mean, to me, Saracens look far the stronger. Good will Although, be 10. I'll tell you where they you're are just missing. Miss, you're missing the La- carriers of Mako, Mako, Lamasatelli, Jamie George, Itoji, Cruis, Billy. Missing those Judge, boys. Who's at Bath, who's now? At Bath now? Yeah, uh, you're, yeah you're, you're also missing Farrell. Oh, and also... Oh, you're missing Maitland, you're missing... Liam Williams. Liam Williams. Oh, Cox, Cox not there? You're missing Fig- Daly. Yeah. And also Fig- the... Uh, Figlow. is probably... So well. Unbelievable! Jesus, good God. Saracens are missing... Yeah. Give me Northampton. The Saracens, absent How 15, could win a World Cup. Who is... <laughs> probably, yeah. Who is the front row? Uh, they'll, they'll have some... I, I don't know who's been playing in the, the Premiership Cup, but they'll have some guys. Yeah. Reese Carey, of course, is not Re- there. Yeah. Integral player. They are missing so many players. Maybe Northampton do win this then. Maybe. I think Saracens will sneak it at home. It's that but it's good. Oh, I, I don't know, I don't know. No. I, 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 can, I get the Saints, fact that they've got but um Give me Saints. I'm saying it. I mean, it yeah. Uh, I, Purely because I've got... Ben Spencer and Nick, Nick Tompkins in my fancy team. I'm going, I'm, I'm willing Saracen, uh, not willing Saracens, because I've got actually I've got Rory Hutchinson and, oh no, Rory Hutchinson, Dan Big is not there. Um, yeah, I just want and Northampton doing... front row as well. So I want Northampton front row to score loads of tries, but to lose <laughs> narrowly. Yeah, I, I literally have no idea who's going to scrimmage for Saracens. I mean, are they just going to get guys off the street? 
uh, yeah. I think Pretty I'm much. Northampton, you've convinced me. Yeah, Northampton to win that one for me. Sarri's by a squeak. Next game, Sale-Gloucester. Sale, simple. Sale at home, yes. That's simple as that. And they've now got that much talent around. They might be Too moving. much. Too maybe. much talent, do you think? Maybe. Too but, many outside backs. Too many outside backs, too many back rows. Um, How are you going to hmm. genuinely keep... Luke, well, Jean-Luc Dupre, Dan Dupre, Mark Wilson, Ben Curry, Tom Curry, John O'Ross. So... That's just that starters. Is they're going to stop moving players about? So uh, John Luke will probably look at playing lock this week. Oh, I wouldn't from, know. Dropping from a fantasy team then. If I was, <laughs> if I was a betting man, that's well, they did go. it in a they did it in a preseason game. We don't need to go into sale too much again. Yeah. Are you absolutely sure? Positive. Yes. Yeah. So that's answer, more than enough. So the answer is sale at home. Um, they well them at home they'll win at home they win yeah. at home and they Gloucester, have to, and they have to. Gloucester are great at home. I assume Danny Cipriani is back in full training after. He's doing yoga or something. Some uh, alleg- doing, a bit of, doing a bit of James uh, James yeah. O'Connor breathing. Some alleged heavy breathing at one point. Yeah. Um, next game on Saturday: Worcester versus Leicester. Worcester, interesting battle. This there one. is no chance at Leicester or turning over Worcester without Youngs and Ford. Well, watch Ford's out for Hanro Liebenberg. They've got a bit more grit in their back row. They've actually recruited quite well in the back Ollie row. Lawrence is going to run all over him. Talfu, like, like, Talfu is coming in. You've got Guy Thompson fit. And well, no, Duncan, we're pulling the strings. Hanro Liebenberg, I do think Worcester. Worcester oh. time. And I tell you what about Worcester, which people uh, overlook. They've got a really good crowd. Like if they go on a winning streak of like two games, all of a sudden that stadium fills up, and they're, and they're, and they're a, pa- a passionate bunch. That would be a hard place to go first game of the season. Uh, give me Worcester. I give me Worcester. It's a great time. It's when you'd want to play Leicester. Yeah. No Tulangi, no, no May, no Ford, every week. no every Youngs. Yeah. Give me 22 fixtures against Leicester. I don't care if they're home or away. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, I do think Worcester just... Yeah, I think Worcester, but it will be very close. And final, Wasps versus London Irish. Uh, wasps. Give me Wasps. Is this at the Rico? It is, yes. Wasps. How alone. much payroll has London Irish got, pay, uh, got, got playing? Not a lot of it. So, Alan Dell, probably no. Nick Phipps, probably yes. <laughs> Curtis Rona, probably yes. Curtis Rona will play in the centre, though. Yeah, he'll, he'll play, play 13. 13. Um, Sean O'Brien, no. Don't know. No, oh, no, your hip injury. <sighs> Kepu, no. Paddy Jackson, yes. yes. Lowe might be on the bench for Myler. Really? Uh, just looking at some of the teams in the Premiership. Oh, what? Myler's my, my, a quarter captain, I'll have you know. <laughs> Waisaki Naholo. Don't know if he's there yet. No, no, he's uh, not. He's still in New Zealand, allegedly, which is astounding. Maffey, no. Maffey, no. Adam Coleman, no, because he's on the bench against England. So, give me wasps. Give yes. me wasps. Give 100%. me wasps. There we go, boys. Uh, wasps, by the way, they they looked better than I thought they would be when they beat Northampton at Franklin's Gardens, and Brad Shields looked good, and Nizam Carr looked good. Jack Jack Willis. Jack Willis is a good player. Now, as we are talking in this podcast about domestic rugby, let me just recap on a few things. So, can you tell me which team I am talking about? Are you you ready? Always ready. Oh my word, this is amazing. Let me just try and find it. So, (laughs) 40... 
this team has won 43 9, 22 12, 6 20, 59 3. When? This season. You're talking about the cheaters, are you not? Uh, no, I'm not talk, 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 talking about the Chiefs. This is this season in their league. They've also won 20-31. Leon. Correct. 25-23. They're unbeaten, aren't and they? The latest one, yeah, is 27-8 against Pau. Now, to put that into context, I think the first try they conceded... Oh, it after like four or five games, wasn't it? Yep, was against Racing when they beat them 31-20. At Racing, yeah. So there is there is a little tidbit for Racing without a team's worth of internationals. Yes, you still want to beat them though. Yeah, Le- Le- Leon, 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 Leon without Leon without two players. Leon are doing some very nice things at the moment with with Matthew Bastro at eight and Carl Ferns coming off the bench. Yeah, which is mega. So just just watch out for them because the thing with the top fourteen is if you can get your points in early, it really matters. It's such. It's such a crab shoot there. What they've had, they've had like seven different winners in seven years or something well, stupid. And that's and that's the same with the, with the Premiership. So the the big teams particularly have got to try and get those points in with players away because unlike the other teams who will be going to uh, like Romania for the odd game, <laughs> the yeah. big teams will be having Champions Cup matches, having to back it up week on week on week and. Uh, yeah, you you get a couple of losses in the, you get a couple of L's in that column in the Premiership, and then you have to go to Champions Cup and then come back to Premiership. It's a long season. It is hard, um, and also during this weekend, the Pro Fourteen will be in action. Some teams will win, some teams will lose, but we'll catch you on catch you on Sunday with yes, um, with the World Cup quarterfinals. Let the boys play. Let's go home. <laughs>